Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. So this is how you can get in contact with pretty much anybody and get straight onto them and have a conversation with them. The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to explore ways that I've been able to build relationships with great people, but also if I want to send emails, how I can get it straight to the appropriate person that I need to talk to, or how I can reach out to someone on social media and have a conversation with someone, versus the people that come across really spammy, or people that you just want to block, or people that you don't want to even deal with. So these come through my inbox consistently, and I want to help break this misconception down with how we build relationships with people, especially cold traffic or when you're cold calling people or cold messaging people. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute and also Mojo Business Multiplier. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, let's get into talking about how do you get in contact with people through cold means. And when I say cold, I mean this is people that you don't know. So it might be through just someone that you've seen on Facebook, or it might be someone that you have seen on email. It might be someone that you've seen on LinkedIn. It may be someone that you're going to cold call. So when we're talking about cold, we're talking about a sales process or a process of starting to contact someone that you don't know or who doesn't know, like, and trust you yet. So these aren't your friends. These are just normal people that have gone about their day and they've never had a thought of you. And then you're going to reach out to them. So let's talk about some of the bad things that people do that stop them from creating good relationships with people, whether it be on Facebook, social media, phone, or whatever it is. Most of the time, what will happen is that you'll get this cold call or this cold email or this cold Facebook message or social media message. And normally what will happen immediately is the person talks about themselves. That is a no-no. That is stupid. That is dumb. And you wouldn't do that in public. And in fact, I train my team on this consistently because it's a pattern that I find when we hire new staff in order to do a job. That's their natural tendency is if they're going to Facebook message somebody, they'll Facebook message somebody and they go, oh, hi, it's Jane here from Mojo Human Performance Institute. I just wanted to say hi and have a conversation and see how you're going. I just wanted to let you know, we've got an upcoming event and I think you should listen to this and I think you should do that. And I'm like, they don't know you and you're already encroaching on their space. Don't do that. That bad, 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 bad fucking idea. Like that's bad. Start at it as though you're there to help them. They don't know you, so they don't want your help. Now, I learned this years ago by studying, I can't remember who they were. I think they were Buddhist monks. And what they would do is they would walk around and give flowers to people. So they would walk around and just give people flowers. And then what they would do is they would have their donation tin. But because they gave something first, the law of reciprocity came back in and the people would give them money. And they found it was a much more effective way of raising cash than just walking up to people and saying donation. Normally, when you're approached by someone who just asks for a donation, there's a hesitancy to want to give. Because first of all, you want to know where your money's going. You want to feel like you're supporting someone, but doesn't really support them. And you've got a lot of questions. What they found is if they gave you something first, it didn't matter whether it was big or small, but by them giving you something first, it opens up this law of reciprocity where people want to give back. 
So the first thing you want to do is when you're outreaching to someone, use that law first, the law of giving first, so that then you get back reciprocity. If someone messages me on LinkedIn and they go, hi, Michael, we do this, this, and this, I'm like, fuck off, because I don't need any of that shit. Whereas if someone comes up and they're like, hey, I love your stuff. I've been listening to your podcast. I really enjoy what you do. I go, oh, cool, thanks. Now we're starting a conversation and now we can have this conversation. Another massive mistake that most people make when they're trying to build relationships, especially on social media platforms or online, is that for some reason their brain falls out their ass. And what I mean by that is that when you walk up to someone on the street, if I'm at the shops and I'm walking along and I see somebody and I first walk towards them, the first thing that I do is I smile. I want to build a relationship with them. Like Let's say it's a professional athlete that I've seen. The first thing that I'm going to do is as I walk towards them, I'm going to smile. Then they're probably going to smile back. Then I'm going to go say, hey, how are you? Then they're going to smile back and go, yeah, good, thank you. How are you? And I go, yeah, good, thank you. And then now we've already started a conversation. Then I might go, hey, I seen the game last week. Like, awesome work. You're doing really, really well. Unfortunately, the team aren't doing great this year, but you know, you've been playing really, really well. How's everything going? Like, how are you feeling? And now we're into a, a conversation. Most people treat their media, and when I say media, I mean social media or emails and so on. They treat online media like it's completely different, like all the rules of human behavior have gone out the fucking window. So someone sends an email and it's like, hi, Michael, we have the optimum solution for you to da 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 and they go on this big thing and we can help you to grow your thing by fucking please let me know if you would like to have a call or please let me know when we can hop on a call because I would love to have a conversation about how this product can help you. Well, first of all, your first two lines made me go delete. So I didn't even get to the bottom where we're talking about having a conversation and you haven't even earned the right to have a conversation yet. What I know is that you're a spammy motherfucker that treats people like shit because you've just emailed me. Now, if I've subscribed to an email list, that's different. But if it's a cold email, I don't know this person, they've got my details off of LinkedIn or whatever, and now they're just spamming me with an email. What you wanna do is you wanna open up that relationship pretty quickly. You gotta remember that when you're walking down an aisleway in the shop, the first thing that you wanna do is have good body language and fucking smile at somebody. If you can't do that, you're probably someone that I don't want to talk to or that other people don't want to talk to. Smiling is the universal message for friendship. You don't want to look like an absolute dick. Like if you're wearing a hoodie and you've got your hood on and you've got a black shirt on and you're like, you look like shit and you treat yourself like crap and you walk up to somebody and you start having a conversation, their fear response is going to come up. So you want to think about how you approach people straight away is you want to look as friendly as you possibly can. You want to look like you fit in. So like politicians do it the worst. They go to a building site with blue collar workers and they wear a suit and tie and then they put a yellow vest over the top of it and they look like a fucking idiot. And then they go on the building site and they want respect from the people who are on the building site. The thing is that blue collar workers already know that white collar workers don't understand how hard they work. The politician is already creating a huge barrier and a huge obstacle by wearing those types of clothes, right, to the building site. Silly. The other thing is if someone's going in to speak to a politician and they come in wearing a hoodie and baggy pants and they look like they're from the street, probably going to get a lot less respect. Whereas if they wore a suit and tie, like if you go into court, you wear a suit and tie and dress up appropriately, you're going to get a lot more respect from people straight away. The same thing happens when you're emailing someone or you're cold emailing someone or you're reaching out to someone on social media. The first thing that they're probably going to do is look at your profile picture. They're going to go and have a look at your profile page. If on there your page looks like shit. Like let's say I've got a whole bunch of naked bikini chicks on my page and I'm reaching out to someone to try and do a business deal where I'm going to be working with a corporate business or whatever. They're going to go and look at my social media page and go, this guy is a joke. I've created that perception, not them. So we really want to think about what people see if we're cold outreaching. We've got to build a relationship with that person in the first one to five seconds of the conversation.
The same thing happens on social media. In my TikToks, we use a hook or on my social media short form videos because I need to get a hook really, really quickly to try and get someone to pay attention for long enough in order to give me the permission to keep going a little bit longer. Now, if I don't have that first one to three seconds to get them to pay attention, they skip the video. The same thing happens when you're walking down the aisle at the supermarket and that athlete is walking towards you, you've got one to three seconds. If you look like shit, you dress like shit, you stink and all that sort of stuff, and then you walk towards them with a frown on your face, you can say, hey, how's it going? And straight away, they're gonna go, yeah, good, thanks, and keep walking. Because they're not gonna perceive you as being someone who is friendly or someone who is nice. That's gonna fire off their flight, fight, and freeze response, so they're gonna probably wanna get away from you. Whereas if you dress half decent and you look reasonable and you're walking up towards them and you're like, hey, mate, how are you? And you come across as friendly, like you've known them in your tonality and in your words, then now all of a sudden they're gonna sit there and go, oh, maybe I know this person. And so it's gonna switch off a little bit of their defense mechanism, especially when you treat them like you've known them for years. Hi, Driven Mofos. You're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. I did this only recently with someone that I know who is a billionaire and they don't live far from my house. They've built a billion dollar empire and I was just walking and I saw them across the other side of the street. Now, I didn't realize this. I actually mistook them for someone else that I knew because my eyesight at a long distance isn't the best. Now, I saw them walking towards me and I was like, hey, how are you? And they like looked at me and waved back and they're like, yeah, good, thank you. And so I walked across the road and I was like, hey, I haven't seen you for ages. They like started talking to me as though I hadn't seen them for ages. And then I realized that the person as they got closer wasn't the person that I thought it was. But because I already had that tonality and I treated them as though I'd known them for years, straight away their defense mechanisms went down. I could see their brain ticking over as they were trying to figure it out, but I treated them like I'd known them for years. So you want to build relationships with people online the same way you would at the shopping center. That if you don't know them, you act all friendly, you act nice, you act like you've known them for years, you know about them and you treat them as such. Then from there, you open the door to having a deeper and longer conversation. And normally you do that by asking questions. So if I was gonna cold reach someone on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, I would send them a message and I would have already done my research. And unfortunately, sometimes my team will use my social media accounts and they will reach out to someone. When they reach out to someone, they don't talk like I do. And so it comes across, I read them and I'm like, oh fuck, what have you done? And I've got to go back and remind them. If you're cold out reaching somebody, Treat them like you've known them for years. Do your research about them. If I want to get on someone's podcast, I go and I listen to their podcast. I do a bit of research about them. I look at their socials and then I reach out to them. And I'm like, hey, I would love to be on your podcast. I've been listening to it for ages. I really enjoy these types of episodes. I love the way you come across in this manner. I love the way that you are straight down the line. You know, I think I could add a lot of value. Would you be open to having a conversation about how we can do something together? I could even share it on my platform and it would open you up to 40,000 new people because we've got 40 to 50,000 people on our email list plus, you know, another 25,000, 30,000 on our social media platforms. You know, I'd love to share that with my community. Normally that opens up the conversation really quickly. Whereas other people, they'll reach out to me and they're like, hey, I love your podcast. Uh, it's really good. I'd love to be on your podcast. Here's my profile. And I'm like, well, first of all, this just seems like a random message. Like, yeah, you love my podcast, but what do you love about it? Like, go into detail. This is probably just a copy and paste message that you send to everybody. I'm a lot more aware of that shit because I get these quite often. So you wanna break down that barrier and break down that guard. So when you're cold outreaching somebody, 
treat them as though you've known them for years, do your research first, and then make sure that your communication style is that of a friend and that you're friendly or that you've just met someone at the shops. Your emails, your social media should never be any different than if you're talking to someone face to face. So if you wouldn't tell someone to fuck off face to face, then don't do it via email. If you wouldn't walk up to somebody and just go, Hi, I love your podcast. I'd really love to be on there one day. You know what? It's really, really good. I do this, this, this. I do this, I do that. I do this. And I think it would be really great to be in your podcast. Then why would you do it online? Why would you do that? You'd never ever do that just walking up to someone. So why would you communicate that way online? It is fucking stupid. As I said, it's like most people's brains fall out of their ass when they're communicating online and they forget that you're actually talking to another human on the other side. And all we're doing online is we are having a conversation with someone that even though it's online, it's still face-to-face. So every time I think about communicating with someone, I'm thinking about talking to them face-to-face. I'm not thinking about talking to them online. I'm having a face-to-face conversation. Like if I'm messaging a mate via email, I'm like, hey dude, check this out. This is absolutely wicked. I love this podcast, have a listen. That's how I communicate with my friends. Yet when sometimes my team or I hire a marketing company, even I get emails from other people, it's like, Hello, I thought you might like this episode and you'd really enjoy it because here we discuss these five core topics of blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, boring. Because that's not how humans speak to each other. We need to get back to the point of communicating with people online like we communicate to their face. And when you do that, I guarantee you will have a much better cold outreach to people, especially if you've done your research. Now, people don't want to do the research because they go, if I can blast out a thousand emails, I'd rather blast out a thousand emails in a day and hopefully get one person who responds then sit there and write a proper handwritten email to somebody, send it to that one person that then discusses stuff that I've learned about that individual that might take me an hour to an hour and a half to write. At the end of the day, I might've sent 10 emails, but I'll probably get eight responses. That's a way better rate than sending out a thousand emails and going, I sent out a thousand emails. Yeah, but you got one response and the response wasn't that good anyway. So you really need to think through this stuff. And I think way too many people do copy and paste emails or copy and paste scripts and it really hurts them. Now, if you're doing an email blast to your audience because they've already opted into something, then that's understandable. But not if you're trying to create a conversation with somebody that is going to help you long term to do something or to build something. So like when someone just messaged me and go, hey, dude, I'd love to catch up for a coffee. Well, I'd love to go and catch up with a coffee with my friends, not you. So why would I want to do that? So you've really got to think about how you approach those situations. And always, 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 this is the probably the biggest rule. Treat that person the way you want to be treated. If you don't like copying a shitty message where someone goes, hey, I'd love to catch up for a coffee and you don't know them and you haven't hung out with your friends or your family or you don't even have time for yourself, why would you say yes to that person unless it's in their best interest? So when you reach out to that person, you want to think about how it's in their best interest to catch up with you and how they're going to say yes. Make it a no-brainer. Like sometimes I'll reach out to people that I know enjoy supercars but don't have one, but they might have a big podcast. I'm like, hey, dude, love your podcast. It's absolutely awesome. Hey man, I'd love to catch up with you and have a coffee. I'd love to come pick you up one day in my McLaren and we should go out and grab a coffee or something like that. And normally they'll reply back and they're like, I would love to come for a spin in your McLaren. And then bang, number one, I've now got them for at least 10 or 15 minutes on the drive that I can have a conversation. This is how I've built relationships with some of the biggest performers on the planet and people that have built $100 million companies because they love cars. They just don't have a car for whatever reason, like a supercar. I can go and pick them up in my car and they love it. Okay, so that's a real quick way in. Now, you might not be able to do that, but you've got to find a way in. Okay, that way in will give you access to them if you think smart about it. But you've got to think smart, think about it from their perspective, think that they don't have the time, they don't have the money, they don't have the energy, and think of all the reasons why they're going to say no first 
and then try and figure out how you can overcome those issues of no. If I wanna get in contact with someone who I know is busy, I know that I need to overcome that objection. So we wanna think about that upfront. That's sales 101, and I probably should do more sales training on here. But sales 101 is that 99.999% of people are gonna say no. Your job in sales is to get them to say yes. And you get them to say yes by acknowledging their no's, but also knowing that they're gonna say no and what their probably no's are gonna be, and then overcoming that through communication, effective communication skills. If you do that, you'll be a great salesperson. If you don't do that and say, you should just buy this because this product's great, they'll probably tell you to fuck off and you'll probably sell one out of a thousand products. I mean, I have it most days where someone reaches out to me and they'll say, hey, I've got this product or I've got this service. I think it would be really good for you. And I'm like, fuck off. You and everybody else thinks that their shit's good for me. But how's it good for me? Tell me, explain to me. That shit should be explained upfront, okay? Not after I say no. So these are the things that you need to think through. Anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Keep kicking ass and I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Stay driven.